What's up, everybody? This is TJ Reed, and you are listening to Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. We are on a mission to help you develop consistency, a thriving career, and to find company for the journey as a leader. Join us and leaders from over 300 cities around the world as we now dive into Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. This is the second of our best of season one bundles that we're offering here at the end of the year. This is what I'm calling the challenges bundle. Uh, This uh, episode will include Curiosity Killed the Excuses, one of our first ones that really got some good responses. Uh, The episode The Undertow, the episode I Want to Get Promoted, which to date is our most listened to episode, and then One Moment Monday. And so I hope that you find some benefit from this today. Looking ahead, next week we are going to have an interview with the one, the only Santa Claus. And so I'm excited to talk to him about his business and uh, hopefully get some smiles on your faces out there. And then we're going to take the last two weeks of 2019 off as we get ready for the upcoming year. Man, 2020, we're going to just start off with a bang with an interview with Bill Coletti, the founder and CEO of Kith. He's going to talk to us about his specific discipline called reputation management and crisis communications. What an awesome interview it is. I look forward to sharing that with you. And then we mentioned on the last podcast, but uh, on February 29th, Leap Day, the leap year, we're we're going to have a leap year in 2020. We are going to have our first professional and personal development seminar on leap day uh, and it's called take a leap into 2020 and so for those of you in the hampton roads area or within driving uh, distance of the hampton roads area norfolk virginia beach uh, we encourage you to join us on february 29th for more details on that check out our facebook page and uh, join us for that event Now, friends, uh, we're going to get into the best of season one, the challenges bundle. Thank you again for listening to Vitamin Lead. Thank you for being a faithful listener. Uh, If you think that any of these would be helpful to somebody that you know, I encourage you, please do share this podcast and uh, like and review us on Apple Podcasts or on Facebook so that more people can find out about us. Hope you have a great rest of your week and a great middle of December, friends. We will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Hey leaders, welcome back. So glad that you've joined us again here on Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. I am your host, TJ Reed. Just feel like singing tonight, right? Leaders all over the world, join in. I'm so excited because since we last checked in, we have over 165 listeners to our podcast. We've added two new states, South Carolina and somebody from Mableton, Georgia. Mableton, people from Mableton, friends in Mableton. I'm going to be in Atlanta at the beginning of May. We should totally get some coffee together, you and some friends there. Florida, we added some cities there in Destin and Niceville, along with our longtime listener of the show, Steve. I'll share a, a letter from Steve here in just a second. 
Uh, I'm so excited. We have up to, we, we just got up to 67 likes on our Facebook page for Vitamin Lead. And we've seen so many new friends from Argentina like the place, like, like, like the page, as well as uh, Eliandra from Uruguay. Uh, we're so excited to have you. Thank you. Que pasa? How you all doing over there? Um, this week, we also had people like uh, Milo and Eni and Ednia. They joined us from Sao Paulo, Brazil. To you all there, I want to say, estas bem. Uh, I, new friend Steve from the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Bonjour, my friend. Uh, Shelby from Dearborn, Michigan. What's good, friend? Uh, to my friends and family in Ohio, especially my grandma who is in her 80s that listens to the podcast regularly. I love you a ton. Uh, to all my friends in Jersey, how you doing? And to my friend in Rhode Island, hope you're doing wicked awesome. I cannot tell you guys how excited I am that this podcast is making a difference for people. Uh, we got some letters this week. Uh, Jeanette wrote that this week that the Healthy Dose of Dreaming episode, it's, it, that seemed to resonate with a lot of people. Uh, it helped her to remember that she just needs to take the next step, right? Madison wrote that the Healthy Dose of Books episode uh, has been challenging him to share with he's reading with the team that he leads. Uh, he wanted to make sure that I mentioned that he recommends extreme ownership uh, for, and, and that you would uh, read that book. And the principle that he shared with his team recently is cover and move. If you want to know more about cover and move, you can either ask Madison or let me encourage you to pick up the book extreme ownership. And finally, Steve wrote that the healthy dose of calm episode really challenged him to set time limits on his apps so that he has time to focus and reflect. Man, if this podcast is helping you, would you just share it with a friend and then share with our team what you're learning? You can post on our Facebook group for Vitamin Lead or you can email us at vitaminleadteam at gmail.com. We love hearing these stories. So share them with us and then share the podcast with somebody that it would be really useful for. So today's episode is entitled Curiosity Killed the Excuse. You thought I was going to say cat, didn't you? Right? But curiosity killed the excuse. And here's the principle I want to talk about is that as a good leader, you will always need to justify your successes or justify your failures. You're the keeper of the story of your team. So make sure that you're telling a good one. I want to share more about that in the future, but that's a future podcast there. But curiosity killed the excuse. I think curiosity is such an undervalued trait when it comes to leaders stepping into their role. I've just, I've learned a lot over the last few years, especially of the, the process of asking until you learn something that when I ask a question of some of my leaders and it still doesn't make sense to me, I'm going to ask a follow-up question and, and just ask until you learn something is, is such an important thing. Uh, you know, Larry King, he once said, he said, I've never learned a thing while my mouth was open. That's so good, right? It's so simple, but I need to be reminded of that quite often. But I've never learned a thing while my mouth was open. It's so important that we're asking the questions, getting the answers, processing the answers, but continuing to ask because curiosity is what's going to help you get to the bottom of the story, to what you're hoping to gain from the team that you're leading. So here's a couple things that I want to encourage you in to be curious about when it comes to your company, to your business, to your church, to whatever you lead. Here's a couple things I want to encourage you to be curious about. 
First of all, have a curiosity about your communication to the outside world, right? Uh, This is something that uh, churches in the 90s and 2000s took really seriously, that they realized, hey, some of the ways we talk about things are really kind of creepy, and they turn people off, right? Like uh, stuff that just doesn't make sense to people that are outside of the church. And so they began to uh, do these types of churches called seeker-sensitive churches, that those who are seeking wouldn't be turned off by the language that they use. And it was a genuine uh, movement towards trying to help people understand what they're talking about a little bit more. Another example of this would be fast food chains, right? How many times have you heard uh, different uh, fast food chains begin to talk about their product, right? Like uh, some some chains call it good food fast instead of fast food. <laughs> I think Arby's calls it good mood food. Uh, and I'm sure you could think of 13 others, uh, but they're always wanting to try to communicate out to you something different to begin to change the picture in your head so that you understand more of what they do. Uh, we've got to be so careful to eliminate our insider speak and our insider understanding. Uh, are there th- acronyms that we use? Are there things that we say to people that they just don't get? You know, I, I work in higher education. And so uh, when we say FAFSA on the phone, does the person actually understand what that is? They may not, right? And so uh, just simply spelling out things like free application for federal student aid, I think I got that right, um, is, is just so important to, to helping them to be understanding of the language that you're saying. And so, uh, man, a couple ways you could probably check this would be, number one, if you're getting new employees into your company, have them look at the communication that you're sending out. Do they get it? Do they understand what you're saying? Because they might be able to help give you some fresh eyes to what you're saying there. And then second of all, uh, get some focus groups. Get some people that are willing to take some of their time and survey them. Ask them to help you understand. Do your emails make sense? Are you really getting at what you're asking for uh, with those people? And I think as as you do some of those things and you're curious about your communication, you'll find that you're making strides towards clearer communication with the people outside of your organization. Second of all, have a curiosity about your customers. You know, when I started a podcast, I did a lot of research and began to look into things. And one of the biggest things they say is, you know, focus on an audience, the one that you know, what are you, who are you making this podcast for? And so for me, when I started this, my, my, my main audience that I really wanted to reach were people that are younger leaders, just getting into leadership or new leaders in their role. And I wanted this to be a place where we could provide some foundational principles, but also provide a leadership community where we could share the hurts, the struggles, the great stories, whatever it is with each other so that we could grow together as leaders. And so that's where I focused. But even for me recently, like the last couple of weeks, as folks from Argentina, Brazil, Uruguay, and even uh, the Democratic Republic of the Congo this week, uh, as I'm seeing these people join the page and being interested in these topics, my, you know, I started to ask myself, do I need to do a weekly message in Spanish? I don't know Spanish very well. I'd have to have a friend or an interpreter or just learn Spanish, Rosetta Stone or something. But I but I begin to ask myself these things. Who are these people? Why are they tuning in? What do they what do they know, right? And you gotta know who your core group is that you're reaching. And then when something's different or different than you expected it to be, work hard to change your approach to help to meet those people. If they're interested, if they're continuing to engage with you, with your product, with your business, uh, know when to change your approach and help to reach those people. 
if you think about, you know, the whole story of people in your business is like a book. I think a lot of times that data is the table of contents, right? It kind of gives you that preview of what's in that chapter, right? The, the, the kind of the skeleton of these sorts of things. But then, man, the chapters, when we get to the actual chapter, that's where we find out what the real story is, right? Like you can see the, the title of the chapter. That's the data. But then what's that story really about? And so if you're curious about your customers, man, you got to take that data. And from the data, then dig down until you get, start to get to individual stories. If there's a hundred in this category here, why not pick out 10 of those stories and see what's really going on there? You might find trends in the stories or you might understand better what's going on with that data point. And so as you're, as you're curious about your customers, Data is the table of contents, but then you got to get into the story. You got to get into the chapters of what people are doing, who they are, and why they're choosing the product that you're there. And so you got to go from big to the individual stories. That's one of the biggest mistakes that uh, I I can make as a leader that I've made as a leader is that I just get way too stuck in the data, right? And I don't get down to the story. I don't get the skin on the bones of the skeleton, right? And so it's so important that we make regular time to get to the stories as we have curiosity about our customers. So curiosity about your communication, curiosity about your customers. Then the last thing that I would say, and this is by no means an exhaustive list, uh, but would just be, have, be to have some curiosity about your competitors. Learn from their mistakes, learn from their victories. They've done stuff really well. And you're like, oh my gosh, if I could just duplicate that or take that principle of what they did and put it towards my business, I may be able to do even better than what I'm doing right now. Ask yourself, why are they doing it that way? Have you ever wondered, uh, you know, like why Apple releases their phones in the fall and Samsung releases their phones in the spring? Right. Could it? Could it be that they're just looking to make tweaks as a result of what they see? It's probably not going to affect their their next offering, but maybe the 18 months from now offering, it could drastically affect based on the things that they see in the competitor's phone. And so I think they give themselves a competitive advantage by seeing what their competitors do on the flip side of the calendar. So have a curiosity about your competitors and what they're doing. You know, Mystery shop them. If they do the same thing as you, call them, visit them, whatever it looks like. Get to understand their business so that you can get to understand your business a little bit better. So a curiosity about your communication, a curiosity about your customers, and a curiosity about your competitors. The fact is, friends, you're going to need to justify our successes. Why were we successful? And you're going to need to justify your failures. Why did we miss it? What can we do better? What can we do differently? It's your story to tell. And the fact is, it's your job to kill excuses as leaders. Curiosity killed the excuses. So may your curiosity, along with your courage to address what you find, help you to win as a team. Thanks for tuning in. This has been Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. Look forward to talking to you soon. Bye-bye. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. It is summer, summer, summer time. Sit back and unwind. I don't know legally how much of that song I can sing, so I'll just stop right there. And also medically how much your ears can take of me singing <laughs> that. So 
Oh, I'm excited. Did you know that we that you can actually leave us voice messages here on the podcast? If you look in the show notes, wherever you listen to your podcast, there should be a link there that says leave a voice message here. All you got to do is quickly create an anchor account, but I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear a shout out from you, what you're learning, or if you have a finally Friday joke of the week, Record there on the voice messages, and you may be featured on the next Finally Friday Joke of the Week. So join us for that. Today, we're going to be talking about the undertow. You know, this time of year, beach year, especially here in the Virginia, North Carolina area, you always hear about somebody being taken out to sea by the undertow. And so often, like, can either be somebody getting rescued or somebody not getting rescued in the midst of the undertow. But today I want to take a little bit of a different approach and ask you, what might the undertow of your life be drawing you towards? You see, the definition of undertow is a current of water below the surface moving in a different direction from any current on the surface. So that's what it is. It's people that are trying to swim back to shore, but the current underneath the undertow is pulling them out to sea. I recently watched the movie Moana, the Disney movie with my daughter. And it's such an amazing story of how her people used to be adventurers that would sail the seas. But at some point, they got really comfortable making a living on their island, not moving out beyond the reef. And they began to teach their kids how to just stay safe within that reef and not go out beyond there. But Moana has this like, I want to call it an undertow inside of her that's just calling her and drawing her out to the sea. That there's an adventure, that there's something different out there that she just can't ignore. And in uh, in one of the songs, one of the like most crucial songs of the whole movie, uh, Moana says this line. She says, see the line where the sky meets the sea. It calls me and no one knows how far it goes. And so let me ask you today, what might the undertow in your life be drawing you towards? This is what I might call the life preserver of calling that even though it might be drawing you further from the shore, that you might end up at that place where you're called to be. What if your frustration plus your daydreams are really calling you? What's one thing that you could do today to make that dream a reality? The things that often hold people back from following the undertow in their life are things like money and security, which are great things to have. Things like fear and insecurity, which are not great things to have. Things like, well, it's already been done or it's never been done that way before. But you feel the undertow pulling you, drawing you, saying, come out this way. No matter what your age is, we all need something to live for. So my question to you is, what is tugging at your heart? Have you been ignoring the undertow and just gotten used to day in, day out? 
Henry David Thoreau said, most of us live lives of quiet desperation. You know why? Because so often many of us have an undertow trying to draw us out to adventure and out to the sea, but we just ignore it with the daily grind, with the bills, with occasionally taking a vacation, with doing the normal things when there's an undertow saying, no, there's a greater calling. There's a life preserver out there calling you deeper into the sea. Quit ignoring it. How can you begin to understand what the undertow in your life is? Here's a couple things to look at. First of all, look at what's tugging at your heart, right? If the undertow is this current that's like leading you out to sea, what's tugging at your heart right now? What's the thing that gets you really irritated? It's what one, uh, one pastor I heard one time say, it's what's called a holy frustration. It's where your frustration and the world's great desperation meet at an intersection, So what tugs at your heart? And then ask yourself on the other end of the equation, what are you good at? And then begin to think about, can you build an intersection between those two things? Something as simple as the Make-A-Wish Foundation, right? Where somebody goes, we have these kids that are dying and they have these dying wishes and we have these celebrities and other people that want to give back that feel so often out of touch with the the people. Uh, And this is a great place. This is a great intersection for them to come together. One of my best friends, Steve, his brother created this thing called Bags of Hope back in 2011. And what they, as they went through uh, adoption training, what they found was that most foster kids, when they're taken out of their biological home, The caseworker will come in with a trash bag, ask the kids what their favorite clothes and their favorite toys are, the things that are most important to them, and they put it all in this trash bag. And then quite often those foster kids carry that trash bag from home to home. On the Bags of Hope uh, Northeast website, they they share that so many of these kids, uh, they just, they hate the sound of trash bags because it reminds them of just traveling from place to place. So Bags of Hope said, oh my gosh, we got to do something about that. They felt that undertow inside of them, drawing them out. And they said, we've got to create something for these kids. And so what they did was they began to create monogrammed traveling duffel bags for these kids that has their name on it. So that as they go from place to place, they at least have something that's theirs, that recognizes their person, They're not carrying their stuff in a trash bag and it adds such dignity to these kids. Since 2011, over 10,000 children now have those duffel bags. We'll put some stuff in our show notes about bags of hope if you want to contribute towards it because that's such an awesome thing. I'm sure when it started in 2011, they weren't expecting it to grow to 10,000 children, but they heard that thing and they said, we got to do something about that. They had that undertow pulling them and drawing them out. And so my question to you once again is what's tugging at your heart and what are you good at? How can you make those two things meet together at an intersection and do something? I don't care if you're 8, 18 or 80, there's something you can do. So let me encourage you. Take this to thought. 
If you're a person of prayer, take it to prayer and begin to think about how that undertow in your life might be drawing you to a new adventure. It doesn't have to be one by which you get paid or an occupation. It's great if it does, but let it be something that meets the world's great need in the midst of your great frustration with seeing this need. What's the undertow of your life? What's drawing you out? Like Moana, see the line where the sky meets the sea. It calls me and nobody knows how far it goes. You may not know how far it's going to go, but follow the undertow. Be drawn out. Be led to that place of need. And I believe that great things will happen, that people will be served, and that you will grow as a person to meet that need. Whoo! All right, guys, you got what was in me. It felt like an ocean inside of me pulling and tugging at me today. That undertow. Will you join me? Will you think about this sort of stuff? What's your undertow? What's pulling you? What's drawing you? Let's do something about it. Write down one thing. It doesn't have to be a major thing, but maybe this week you just do one thing to try to meet that need. That one person that you know in your life that has that need, go try to meet that need this week. And I believe that as that happens, that you'll continue to be drawn like Moana out to that adventure, like the Gagney family out to those bags, to those kids in foster care. I believe you're going to be drawn out. Thank you for joining us today for Vitamin Leads, your healthy dose of leadership. Uh, I look forward to talking to you soon. Man, hit us up on the voice messages if you want to share what your undertow is. I would love to feature those on our Finally Friday or in one of our upcoming podcasts. So I look forward to talking to you real soon, Vitamin Lead. Bye. What's up, friends? Welcome back to Vitamin Leads, your healthy dose of leadership. I am your host, TJ Reed. And I am so glad that you have joined us today. I hope that your week is getting off to a good start. We are excited this week. We will be traveling to Atlanta, Georgia. So if you are in the Atlanta area, come say what's up. We are doing an event Friday afternoon, uh, helping you to grow in your leadership. And so if you're interested in that, check out our Facebook page or email us at vitaminleadteam at gmail.com and we would love to connect with you there. But today, I want to tackle a topic that I've heard from some people that listen to this podcast. Uh, This is a question that's on their mind. And the question is this, how do I get promoted? Have you ever had that question? You ever wonder how you could do that in your organization? Well, today we're going to talk about, the, the, the name of this podcast is, I Want to Get Promoted. Because <laughs> maybe that's where you're at today. And so what I did was I began to think through the different things that me as a hiring manager is looking for, uh, or with the people that I'm cultivating and helping to develop in our organization, what are those things I'm looking for from these people? And so I I believe that a lot of these are very universal, that a lot of leaders are going to be looking for these characteristics. And so I believe you'll find some help from them. It's going to just be three steps with some different points underneath each of them. But I believe that it's going to be really useful for you as you consider how to get promoted. So the first thing you got to do if you want to get promoted is you got to grow up. It sounds like that adult in your life that just nagged you all the time, right? You got to grow up. But it's really true. A lot of times, have you have you noticed that sometimes work areas can mimic like high school cafeteria? 
the way that people act. You have anybody in your job that acts like they're back in high school? It's so sad, right? Uh, but I think the people that really stand out from the crowd are the ones that have learned to grow up. And so how have they learned to grow up? The first way that they learned to grow up is they've, they've created a, and cultivated a consistent character. What does that mean? I think any company, regardless of their foundation, is looking for somebody that's a person of character, a person of values that isn't uh, dishonest. They're not fudging the numbers. They're not criticizing their leader. I mean, any leader wants to know that the person that's talking to them face to face isn't criticizing them behind their back uh, when they go the other way. They want somebody that's honestly reporting what they're doing. And so if you're finding yourself in a group of people that's constantly criticizing your leader, constantly criticizing the decisions made for the organization, you may need to run away from it. Because I heard this quote, I don't know who said it, but they said basically a person is known by the people that he or she avoids. Ooh, that's good, right? You know who somebody is by who they avoid. If you're the person that's always people are coming to you to dump their feelings about things at work and stuff like that, maybe you're not the confident that you think you are, but maybe you're the trash can that they're just all dumping on. I encourage you to change that. It's, it's, a, it's possible to change that. Don't be that person. Be the person that brings positivity. Uh, as the old saying says, be the, be the thermostat, not the thermometer. A thermostat can change the temperature in a room. A thermometer just tells you what the temperature is in the room. If you want to get promoted, grow up. Have that consistent character. And then under grow up as well is have progressing performance. You got to uh, be showing that you're growing in the work that you're doing so that you can be trusted with more. Let me ask this question. When you reach your goal or the benchmark that's been set it for you, do you let your foot off the gas or are you trying to find ways to grow and support other team members and things like that? I love this quote. Remember that there is nothing in being superior to some other person. The true nobility lies in being superior to your own previous self. That's W.L. Sheldon. I'll say it one more time. Remember that there's nothing in being superior to some other person. The true nobility lies in being superior to your own previous self. It's time to grow up. If you want to get promoted, it's time to grow up. Number two, if you want to get promoted, it's time to speak up. You got to speak up to yourself first, right? Give yourself the confidence and know that you have confidence in what you're doing. If you're confident in the character that you possess and the performance that you've done, and that you have an ability to influence other people, then you'll have a demonstrable, demonstrable, demonstrable <laughs> track record that you can point to that'll, that'll help you to speak up in front of your leader. You can say, I've done this, this, and this. This is who I am all the time. Here's the track record that shows it. And that should give you confidence as somebody who wants to be promoted and take a next step. And if you want to do it, if then what you need to do is, second of all, you need to say to your supervisor, hey, I want to step up. I want to be promoted. Help me to be promoted. Help me to understand how to do that. Invite your super, supervisor to join in and do that. Last June, we created something called Declare Day at Work where people could declare where they want to be in the next six months. And then what that did is that provided a talking point for they and their supervisor to walk through week by week and create a growth plan for how they could grow as a leader in the next few months. 
Eleanor Roosevelt said, Do not stop thinking of life as an adventure. You have no security unless you can live bravely, excitingly, imaginatively, unless you can choose a challenge instead of competence. It's Eleanor Roosevelt. I love that last point. Choose a challenge instead of competence. I think so many people get stuck in their career when they just feel competent and they go, that's where I'm sticking to, instead of choosing that next challenge where they could get better themselves. So that's speak up. So grow up, speak up. And then the last one is this, power up. This is where you begin to expand your capacity. Uh, I am a child of the 80s, and one of my favorite games is Super Mario Brothers 3. You know this game where the little Mario can eat the mushroom and he grows to big Mario, and then the little leaf can go on top of him and he can become flying Mario, and then the little frog suit can hop on him. He can become frog Mario. But what I love about this is it gives us such a good picture of expanding our capacity and becoming more than what we are today. I love this verse uh, in the Bible, uh, the prophet Jeremiah, God speaking to him in Jeremiah chapter 12, verse 5. He says this, Jeremiah, if you're worn out in this foot race with men, what makes you think you can race against horses? If you can't keep your wits during times of calm, what's going to happen when troubles break loose? I think that's so poignant when it comes to what leaders need to do and where you need to go if you want to grow into the next position. If you can't keep your wits right now, how are you going to get there? Just because you're good in this doesn't mean that you've expanded your capacity to be able to do that. And so um, it, if you express a desire to grow, I can tell you at our job, what we do is we begin to test you. We give you opportunities. Can you do your job plus some other responsibility? Here you go. Let's see. How do you respond? Uh, do you get really stressed out by that? Do you lash out at others? Or are you thriving? And then that thing is even motivating you to do even more at the job. Have that desire to grow, to power up, to expand your capacity. Uh, and a couple other ways that you can expand your capacity is by taking on new experiences, saying yes to something that you haven't done before. Try it out. See what happens. Say yes to new people. Begin to meet new people. If, you've met, if you haven't met some people at work, reach out to them. Have lunch with them. Get to know somebody. Everybody has a lunch break. So why not get to know somebody there at the work that you don't know before? And then the last one is take on new learning. Man, I'll tell you what, when I really started to see myself accelerate this last year, it's when I decided to get back into new books, new podcasts, and uh, even courses that I'm taking. And so uh, I just finished reading the Brene Brown book, Dare to Lead. Uh, I listened to different podcasts. One of the greatest books that taught me about mentorship and the do's and don'ts of ways to do that is uh, Kevin Hart talking about how he grew up as a comedian. And, uh, and how he developed as a comedian with the people that were surrounding him. And so uh, if you want to expand your capacity, if you want to power up, those are some of the things that you can do. But you got to know that you got to be able to do your job plus something else if you want to grow and get promoted. So listen up. If you've grown up, spoken up, and powered up, then maybe it's time for you to step up. Are you ready? Be bold. I believe in you. Thank you for being a part of this Vitamin Leap community. I hope you have a great week. I look forward to talking to you again on Wednesday. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Hey! 
You made it through the weekend and you made it to Monday. Oh, don't let this Monday be like all the other Mondays. Let this be an awesome Monday. Welcome back to Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. I am your host, TJ Reed, and I'm glad you're part of this community. How was your weekend? Did you have a good weekend? I'm so excited. I got towards the end of last week, I got to go to this Global Leadership Summit where I learned a bunch of things and uh, trying to apply some of those things. I, I just love the opportunity to learn and expand and just grow personally and professionally. Do you love that too? So I hope you had a good weekend. I definitely had a good one. We are back today, and I just wanted to try something today. It's what I'm calling One Moment or One Minute Mondays, or if you want to abbreviate it, OM. (laughs) I know, totally stupid. But One Minute or One Moment Mondays, because one one moment, one minute is all it takes. I, I want the mission of Vitamin Lead to really expand to more people. I want uh, people to be able to hear some of these things, apply them, and become a part of this community that's engaging with this material. And so here's what I'm asking for from you as a faithful listener. Would you take a second and then come back? You can pause this and then come back and send one of your favorite episodes of Vitamin Lead to somebody who hasn't heard it before or somebody you think that could really benefit from it today. You know how Mondays are. You know that they're tough or they're frustrating at times. And so take a second and send something encouraging or something challenging to somebody that you know that just might need one of these episodes. Would you do that for me? I would love to just get to meet new people and hear from them as they're applying some of these leadership principles. And so we're calling today One Moment Monday because, man, it takes one moment to motivate somebody else. When was the last time you just stopped for five seconds and said something deliberate to somebody else to encourage them at work? If you haven't done that, try that today. One moment to change your life. When was the last time you just checked out something or did something different? Uh, That Darius Rucker song, when was the last time you did something for the first time? Listen to that song if you haven't heard that one before. There's something new that you could do. Just It's not one minute, but you know it's probably about three and a half minutes. And uh, it, it would just give you something new to do. But man, I'll tell you what. I am so glad that back in March, I took the leap and started Vitamin Lead. I am so passionate about this. I have told people over these last, uh, I guess now, five months that starting this podcast, it was like there was like a dam, like the Hoover Dam inside of me. And that as I launched this podcast and had the opportunity to do that, it was like that dam just broke. And the stuff that was inside of me was able to begin to flow out and learn. And it hasn't always been just easy, but it's it's always been fulfilling as I've been doing it. And I came across this quote by Steve Jobs this week that I just wanted to share with you. He said, if you're working on something exciting that you really care about, You don't have to be pushed. The vision pulls you. Let me repeat that again. If you're working on something exciting that you really care about, you don't have to be pushed. The vision pulls you. And I'll tell you what, that's vitamin lead for me right now in this season of my life. This vision of a a small bite-sized chunks of leadership principles that somebody can listen to on their way to work or as they're getting ready for the day is just so important to me 
because I care about you. I care about there being great leaders in the world, great parents in the world, great friends in the world that care about making a difference in somebody else's life. It's one moment Monday. So what can you do to make a difference in somebody else's life? If vitamin lead has helped you, would you share that with somebody? I'm sharing with you because I wanted to just take a moment and thank you because the fact that you've been learning and growing and then getting to hear the stories about how you've influenced your family, how you've influenced your business, how you've influenced your church, how you've influenced your community has been awesome to me. It has just, that's filled me up so much. So thank you for sharing those things. It's one moment Monday. What are you going to do to make a difference in somebody else's life today? I hope that this week gets off to a good start. Even if the weekend was terrible and you feel terrible walking in this Monday, my hope is for you that you'll just take one moment and turn the trajectory of this week. Do something to encourage somebody else, to motivate somebody else. And one thing that I found is that as you do that, you find that you get that back for yourself as well. That the more you're grateful, the more that you're sharing and encouraging other people, you find that there will be times where that encouragement comes back to you. Maybe this podcast is it. You're awesome. I believe that you are going to kick butt and take names this week. And that you are going to have a great week. It's one moment Monday. Take a moment. Do something important to encourage somebody else. Share vitamin lead with somebody. Share an encouraging word with somebody. And I believe that you're going to have a better week than you've had in a while. Thank you for listening. This is Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. This has been One Moment Monday, and I look forward to hearing the stories of what has happened as you've been able to share this podcast and just an encouraging word with somebody else that needs it. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.